Welcome to the Bible Conversation Podcast with Chris, Dan, and Dylan. Let's have a conversation. Welcome to Bible Conversations. I am Chris Carrillo and excited about the topic that we have this week. We have two people with us today uh, alongside myself, and that is Dylan Bruce. Howdy. And Daniel Lang. Hey, everybody. We are just so ready for this topic. And Dylan, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you take it away here and explain what it is that we'll be talking about. Yeah. So today um, is uh, the day I get to choose the topic. I'm always excited about that. Not that y'all don't have awesome topics that we can talk about, but um, uh, you know, whenever I get to pick out the topic, I'm just really excited because it's always something that I'm passionate about. So today we'll be talking about the Holy Spirit and that's something that is not really talked about as much as it should be it's probably because it's not as understood as much as uh, we'd like to understand um but the, the holy spirit there's so much that goes into that there's so many things that um that we read about it throughout scripture um and today i, I just want to have a conversation with y'all and see um what is our understanding of the holy spirit according to scripture and um and, you know, what do we know about it? How does it work? Um, the, does it matter whether I understand how it works in my life or not? Um, so th- that's kind of just my opening statement. That, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So um, I, I've got a few questions for y'all. I've asked y'all to go back and um, watch a sermon on the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, Corey was with us a few weeks ago on the podcast, um, had an awesome conversation with him, but a few months ago, Corey, um, preached on the Holy Spirit on a Sunday night. Um, for our listeners, if y'all like, would like to go back on YouTube, um, Keller Church Christ, look up that, that sermon. It's really good, but, um, we'll be touching on a few of those things today. So I've asked y'all to go back and, and watch that because I think Corey did an amazing job. It was a phenomenal sermon um, talking about the Holy Spirit. And so before we really dig into um, some of the other things that I've lined up to talk about today, I want to ask y'all from your understanding of scripture, from your study, um, who, who slash what is the Holy Spirit? Um, You know, you there, you can phrase it a couple ways, you know, what is it or who is he? Um, Dan, if you don't mind uh, starting us off, can you just give us some of your your understanding, what what you've studied, what you come to understand about the Holy Spirit? Ooh, so that that is a big topic. You know, I mean, we're talking about God, and that's the first thing I would say about the Holy Spirit is is He is God. He He uh, because. Um, uh, it, he he is a person of the Godhead. Um, I think typically we refer to him as a third person of the Godhead. And so like the father, like the son, uh, he, but also of course we use that term somewhat lightly knowing that uh, God is spirit. And so he's uh, not he in the same sense as we think uh, as a man mm-hmm. in the human form. Uh, but uh, he possesses those, those traits of authority he is a person. He is a he has a personality, uh, and so I think really that's the emphasis there. When we say he, uh, it's not like it, the wind, mm-hmm. or something that just blows, or a, 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 a 
a force, you know, of some kind. Uh, that that's my that's the first thing I jump out of the gate with. He is God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. And um, speaking to the the Trinity, you brought that up. One of the ways that I've actually um, <laughs> liked um, to I, the one of the ways I like to describe the Trinity was um, from a paper that I wrote while I was in college. <laughs> um, I had to uh, write a paper on the Trinity on um, how God can be three and yet one, um, how all of that works together. And um, I actually came up with this analogy on my own. So I'm proud of it. But the analogy that I came up with is that, um, and you might may laugh at me for the way I described this, but that God is the Trinity is like a three in one body soap <laughs> um, or, or shampoo. You know, you got body soap, shampoo and conditioner. That's my um, soap of choice. <laughs> you know, you got all three in one, but that's the, the way God is. There's three distinct parts to that three in one body soap. There's the body soap, the shampoo and the conditioner, just like there's three distinct parts to the Trinity. There's the God, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. Um, and so there's been, there's many different ways to, to describe that, like a three leaf clover, like three in one body. soap. you know, however you want to describe three parts that work together as one, um, three personalities that are one at the same time. Um, so, and none of and none of them are perfect, right, Dylan? I mean, <laughs> none of them perfectly, you know, tell us, describe the the Trinity. It's like that one meme I saw where there's uh, someone says the Trinity is like dot dot dot, and then the uh, then the person on the meme says stop, you know, stop. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's, it's yes. you mean like, none of the analogies are perfect. Yeah, none um, of the analogies are perfect. Yes, yeah, no no way that we can try to <laughs> compare the Trinity of God to any any thing that we have physically, it's never going to work out. Um, we can do our best, but nothing is perfect, as you said. Um, so, uh, Chris, I want to go back to you as far as um, your understanding, if you have any comments about um, who is the Holy Spirit? Who is he? Um, yeah, I, I've got a couple. So I'll, I'll start off, kind of share my analogy real quick uh, of the Trinity, just because the, the best one that I've heard is water. So water can take three different forms but it's still H2O. It can mm -hmm. be a solid, it can be a liquid, it can be a gas. And so it can be, take three different forms, but it is still water at its mm -hmm. core, at its base. And so, you know, we look at the Holy Spirit and just as Dan said, it's God. He was there in the beginning, you know, as, as part of the creation. It's the helper of God that, that Jesus was going to send and Jesus did send to the apostles. It's, it's, it's hard to explain something that is, spirit right and as dan was saying you know it's 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 a he it's a part of god but at the same time it's not like jesus it's not like a man we can't physically describe the spirit uh, there's even some physical descriptions of of god the father not many but but yeah. there's there's a few that allude to it and as for the spirit there's 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 in my understanding and my knowledge there's no physical description and so for us to wrap our minds around that is difficult mm -hmm. but the spirit is just as important as god the father and just as important as jesus christ because yeah. they are all one and the same and, and you mentioned something chris there um that he is the helper that jesus sent to the apostles um that kind of 
spurs on my next thought is um, is thinking about how he works. How, how does the, the Holy Spirit work through us or maybe even through the apostles? Um, is there a difference in that? Um, you know, these are some of the, the questions that I want us to think about and to, to converse about um, how the spirit works in our lives, how the spirit worked in the apostles lives. Um, I'll go ahead and open up with some of my thoughts about that. And then y'all can, um, can come in with, with your understanding of scripture. Um, But I think scripture is clear that there's a very different um, working of the Holy spirit through the apostles lives um, through those who were eyewitnesses of Christ and his resurrection and, and a a different working through our lives today. Um, You know, the apostles were inspired by the Holy spirit to write the Bible, to write the scripture that we have today. Um, If, if I sat down and uh, wrote a letter to the church in Keller, um, that would not be inspired writing, no matter how much I, I claimed it to be, because I am, not an inspired writer as the apostles were in the first century. And so, so that's one of the differences of, of how he works in our lives. Um, but Dan, do you want to uh, follow up with, with how does the spirit work? Uh, wh- what do you think about that? Hmm. Well, I think about uh, the occasion when Jesus was with his apostles on that, that final night and he left them with word of encouragement and comfort. And in fact, in that manner, the, the Holy Spirit takes on that, that, very, uh, that, that very personality of, of being a, a comforter. That's how Jesus des- describes him. He is a comforter, uh, a helper. Uh, in, in some ways, we might even think of him very motherly as that, that gentle guide, you know, who is uh, in some ways, you know, it's interesting to think that I, I think we, we, we uh, um, relate, we correspond with the Holy spirit more than any other person in the Godhead because he's, he's the, he, he brought us the word. He gave us the word, you know, he, he's the one that transmitted all these things to us uh, being that, you know, Pete, Jesus said that he was going to um, bring to remembrance all those things that he had taught the apostles. And so uh, the Holy Spirit then, like Peter says uh, in first Peter, you know, the, the Holy Spirit moved them uh, from, from times past. And, and that's how he worked with those apostles and prophets. Uh, he gave us that word. So uh, that, uh, that's, that's one of his major, he is the revealer, right? I mean, he is mm-hmm. the revealer. Chris, did you have anything to follow up with that? No, I think Dan summed that up really yeah. well. Um, one of the things that I want to ask y'all, though, um, and I, I don't know that anybody has a really good answer to this, honestly, but um, one of the things that I just always think about and um, have studied a little bit, but um, the question is, how does the Spirit work in our lives today? Um, you know, we, we understand that the apostles were um, – inspired by the Holy Spirit to, to write our, the scripture that we have today to write the new Testament. Um, we understand that the, the spirit came on them. Um, you know, those tongues of fire that were on the, the, uh, above the apostles heads on the day of Pentecost. Um, we understand some of that, but what about today? Fast forward 2000 years from when Jesus walked on the earth, 
how is the spirit working in our lives today? Is he working in our lives today at all? Um, I think those are some really serious questions that we need to evaluate. And um, I'll go ahead and share one example that I think is, is really good and really helps us to understand um, how the spirit does work in our lives. Um, and this is not a Dylan Bruce original. This is um, an example that I heard from Corey Collins. Um, but one of the things that he shared was that we have influences from our parents. You know, um, I am my dad's son. I, I look like my dad um, quite a bit. And, and people tell me that all the time. I sound like him too. But um, there's also influences in my life um, from my dad, such as um, the, the way that I interact with people, the way that I talk with people, um, the, the likes and dislikes that I have in my life. But, you know, if I wanted to suppress that, if I wanted to get away from the influence that my dad has on my life, I could do that if I wanted. If I wanted to completely ever that relationship, if I wanted to completely separate myself from my parents, whereas um, their influences that they've taught me over the years were no more. And I just started from scratch. I, I could do that. That is something that's, that's possible. And people have done that. People have uh, left home because they don't want anything to do with the people that raised them. That is something that's possible. And in the same way is the way that the spirit influences our life. Sometimes when, when people hear that the spirit is working through our lives, um, the question of free will comes up. You know, if, if the spirit's working through my life, what, what am I even doing here? He's going to, to make decisions for me. He's going to guide me in ways that, um, that he wants me to go, not that I want to go. And that's not correct. That's not the, from my understanding, um, again, from what I've read through scripture, um, that's not the way the spirit works. In, instead, the example of um, of your parents' influence upon you is very similar to the the way the Spirit works in your life. He has influence, but if you wanted to suppress that, if you wanted to completely leave the Spirit and leave His good influence on you, you could, and you could go be influenced by Satan. You could go be influenced by the world. I don't think that is a wise decision. But from my understanding, those are that, that that's kind of how things things work. We still have free will, but, um, I, I don't know, Dan, can you back me up on this? I, I, I think, uh, <laughs> you're, you're nodding along here, but I, um, I'm having trouble coming up and putting the words together. Yeah. I mean, you, you're raising some really good points and, uh, d discussion topics that, uh, some of which I think have, um, uh, for better lack of a word maybe plagued <laughs> the, the church uh plague maybe isn't is definitely not the right word uh of course some of these discussions can get to that point where it it, it feels um it, it just it, it's rough it's 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 rigid and um uh, the discussions don't always end so pleasantly uh it, it can get very heated but um i mean uh i i does the Holy Spirit work in our lives? I, I don't think anyone would deny that. It's it's really a question of uh, how, right? I mean, that's the popular mm -hmm. question. How does he work in our lives? Uh, there's this big uh, controversy even about direct operation versus indirect operation. You know, you bring, you bring up this uh, uh, about 
you can leave the spirit's influence. And that, that's one of those points that comes up, right, about, uh, well, uh, if there's a direct operation, then, uh, then who can resist his will? You know, if I sin, then whose fault is it? You know, if, did he stop intervening? And I've heard different responses to that, you know, um, uh, that, that, well, we just, we, we don't, we don't know the whole topic of free will, right? We've touched on that a couple of times, a couple of podcasts, mm-hmm. and we still haven't even <laughs> touched the tip of the iceberg, so to speak on that, on that, point. Yeah. The, the free will, how does that work? And I think, uh, that's how sometimes people respond to that question. Well, you know, there's, there's free will and how that all operates and works is a mystery to us. Uh, but I, I definitely would affirm and support the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the plea that, you know, the Holy spirit is working with us today. Uh, he's helping in our weaknesses. Maybe you'll get into that. I know Romans mm-hmm. eight. Uh, yeah. But... <laughs> I, I think Chris has something to say. Were you raising your hand there, Chris? I, I was. Uh, so I thought he was clapping. I thought he was giving me a round of applause. <laughs> that, that too, all of the above, all of the above. So, you know what, I guess I'm going to kind of summarize a little bit of what I've been hearing and, and kind of how I feel about it. But just as it is a choice to follow Christ, so too is it a choice to partake in the fruits of the spirit. So mm-hmm. as we as we go through our life, we, you know, let's, let's say we're faced with a, a fork in the road, right? We can choose to follow after what the spirit is wanting and desirous of us to do, or we can choose not to. And so kind of what Dylan, you were saying of the, the influences that we have, the spirit is here with us, showing us the way in a sense. And, and I know that's a, an odd way to phrase it. Uh, and, and it starts to get into what Dan's talking about of that argument of, well, is it active or not? Well, it's, he's the revealer. And if he's the revealer and we've been given the word of God, then it's through the word of God that we understand what we are to do. It's through the word of God that the spirit is acting in our lives. And I think that's something that we've got to be really aware of is that the spirit is working through the word of God. When we read it, when we understand it, when we listen to it, when we discuss it, when we pray, when we sing, it's, that's all the spirits working. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, I think that's really important for us to, to make sure that we, that we get to is that the word of God is, is crucial to the understanding of the spirit. And yep. In the same, same way that the, the word of God is crucial to the understanding of Christ and crucial to the understanding of salvation, the, the Bible, the word of God is, it is the end all be all. It is the answer. And uh, so anyway, those are just some thoughts I had, but Dan, yes, a very, very well deserved round of applause for you. <laughs> no, uh, I might even, I might even add to that, uh, Chris, I don't know if I can add much to it, but I, I like what you're kind of going, I think is at the end of the day. Um, we have, I think we just have to have faith, you know, that's, that's our primary responsibility, right? Is that we have faith that God is actively working in our lives, that the house can get very meticulous, um, and debated, but we, we have to have faith that God, the his whole entire, everything he is. And, and we know that the scripture is very always talking about all three. So the, 
you know, God, the father, God, the son, the communion of the Holy spirit, they're all actively working and present in our life. And we have to have faith in that. I, I don't really understand how even the, the soul, the spirit of man indwells us. I mean, how do you understand that? How does, how does he indwell like our blood or our bones, our blood? How does he indwell us? You know, I don't understand that any better than the Holy spirit's indwelling. So, but I have faith. I believe I have a soul. I believe God, you know, his soul, his spirit is with us today. I don't know how. Yeah. And I want to, um, let, let's open our Bibles because this is Bible, Bible conversations after all. So um, if y'all will turn to Ephesians chapter three with me, um, we're talking about, you know, um, the, the working of the spirit, um, him working through our lives. Um, th- there's a reason that I think that um, the spirit is working through our lives. Um, and I'm about to explain why. Um, with this passage right here, but um, let's go ahead and start in verse 14, Ephesians chapter three, starting in verse 14. Um, It says, for this reason, I bow my knees before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. Now let's jump down to, to verse 20. It says now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to what, according to the power at work within us, what was that power that was at work within us again? Go back to verse 16. Uh, We're going to be strengthened with power through his spirit. That, that power that is at work within us is his spirit. And so when you really wrap your mind around this, you're, let's reread verse 20. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly. I love the, the phrasing of that far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. You see, God can accomplish way more, far more abundantly than anything that we think or anything that we ask, but not according to our own power not according to us, not according to what I can accomplish on my own, but according to the power at work within me. Now, um, Chris, you already mentioned from Galatians, the fruit of the spirit, uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so if the question is, how do I know if the spirit is, is working through me, if the power of the spirit is working in my life? Well, is the fruit of the spirit is what comes from the spirit. The same thing that comes from your life is the fruit of your life. The same thing that is the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Are those the fruits that you're bearing from your life? Are those the things that, that are being produced from your life? Because those are the things that are produced by the spirit. If you're producing those things as well, then the spirit is going to be working through you. And I don't know about y'all, but this verse really excites me because I can imagine some really amazing things that, that God can accomplish in, in his church. You know, there's some really awesome things that I can imagine and I can, I can picture 20 years down the road and think, man, this would be so cool if this was happening in the Lord's church. But what I read here is that if I let the spirit work through me, and, and I'm bearing the same fruit that the spirit is, then according to that power, 
God is going to accomplish more than I can even imagine, you know, 20 years down the road. So that that's kind of my, my putting it together here. Um, as far as the spirit working through us, what can, um, what, you know, I mean, how does he work? What can be accomplished? Um, it, it really excites me. It's so cool. Yeah, um, that's, that's an awesome verse. I, so Dan, you had mentioned earlier Romans eight and yeah. you know, as I'm reading through that, it says starting in verse 26, likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And so just as the spirit is there to strengthen us and give us the, uh, the power to move forward, so too is the spirit there in our weakness. You know, I, I know there have been times in my life where I've, I've literally been at a loss for words of what to pray for. And you, you two know me pretty well. Very rarely am I at a loss for words. Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> very, very typically am I in an abundance of words. And so for me to be at a loss for words, especially of what to pray to God, it, it says a lot, but I have faith that, that, that the spirit there is, is translating what is in my heart and is, is letting God know what it is that, that I don't know how to say. Yeah. Uh, Dan, did you have anything you wanted to add on that? Uh, I mean, not, not anything else except that uh, I guess I was going to pose this question to you, uh, Dylan. Um, you know, the question off again will be raised. How do, how does that happen? Like, how do we draw closer to the spirit, to those things? And, uh, uh, you know, you bring it up Romans chapter eight and prayer, I guess for me again, you know, um, it's a, it's an amazing thing to think about these things. Uh, but practically speaking, uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's not really going to change those in some ways. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm walking here with some trepidation, but, um, <laughs> cause I, I think our awareness, our realization, is so important. It's so critical. I mean, if God gives us an understanding of something or impresses something in our mind, then it's important. But um, I, I think I want to emphasize a little bit too, that it doesn't take away from, you need to stay in the word, right? You need to stay in prayer yeah. and you need to keep having faith. And, and then with that, as you're doing those things, it's just awesome to think upon, like you said, Dylan, it's awesome. It's awesome to just yeah. think about how incredible the spirit of God is working in us in that process. Yeah. And I think you bring up a good point because that, that kind of harmonizes the, the two points that Chris and I are saying, you know, um, you need to continue to pray. Um, and when you can't find the words, the spirit's going to be there for you, but you know, not only with your prayer, do you like of course, as Christians, we need to be praying, but not only be praying, but also living our lives with love, joy, peace, patience, you know, the fruit of the spirit. Um, I think that that shows the two contrasts of, of many Christians. There's a lot of people who are um, outwardly a Christian and actively, you know, a Christian through their love, their joy and their peace and, and, and so on. But there's others who are more inwardly Christians, I would say, um, and who are very devoted in their prayer and in their scripture reading. Um, but 
those two things are so important to have both of those because the spirit is working at, at both of those times. The spirit is working um, and interceding in your, your prayers for you. The spirit is working um, in your, in your life with your love and your joy and your peace and, and patience and kindness, goodness, faithfulness, general self-control. I hate leaving out, out some of those, you know, um, <laughs> but the, you know, it, it's that harmonization. It's finding that characteristics of a, of, of a Christian, outwardly those characteristics of a, of a christian that nobody really knows about because you're not supposed to stand on the street corner and pray and say god look at how awesome i am um i don't know what what do y'all think I, I think it's kind of a harmonization but what do you what are your thoughts yeah no i i agree with that wholeheartedly i'm gonna actually get to go back to Corey's lesson here for just a minute uh one of the illustrations that that he painted in his sermon was that of uh, spirit airlines. And I think he, he definitely used spirit airlines intentionally and not American or Southwest, right? But spirit yeah. airlines and you, you get on that plane and that plane will take you where you need to go. But you at any point in time can get off of that plane. And so in the same way, our prayer life, our scripture reading, our loving kindness and affection to others, that's us being on that plane. Mm -hmm. That's us riding that plane to our destination. When we choose to get off of that plane and we choose to open the hatch door and jump out at 30,000 feet in the air, well, that's, that's when things go south quite literally. Yeah. Right. And so I think us being on that plane on spirit airlines is, is so crucial to having access to the spirit. And mm -hmm. if we're not on spirit airlines, right? Again, that metaphorical uh, discussion there, then, then we're, we're not privy to what the spirit has to offer because we're not walking yeah. with God in the light. Uh, so anyway, I, I think it's very important that, that those two are together, that it, that it is that harmonious uh, mix of, of all of the above. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyway, those are some, I, I think that's there. a great summarization of our whole discussion here, Chris. Um, well, thank the you. Spirit Airlines example. Um, Dan, did you have some last words? Well, I was just going to say, uh, not add, but just say that uh, I think that's the, the whole point is like in Ephesians, when he's that those first three chapters, uh, and he's, he's emphasizing this power, this, this, this work that this effective working that's working through us by the, the spirit, uh, by the, by Christ, by God. And then, you know, those last three chapters, uh, that's that's kind of the point, right? Is is as we live our lives, um, it, Paul just kind of, and in some sense, he kind of leaves it open ended. He says, "Oh, here's all this, this wow, all this stuff that's going on in heaven, all this power that's just uh, rushing through his church and his people, and then and then it dovetails into these these practical things like you know walking with our neighbor, not joining, clapping hands with clasping hands with them in evil, but being the light, um, you know, and putting away lying. And then he talked, he also talks about marriage and it's, um, that, so there's, there's that element, I think of what you're talking about is as we're living our lives, there's this, this great spiritual, um, being who we worship and love and adore. And he's, he's working with us and he's operating through us, you know, and of, of course, again, that's that connection, happening through our, our prayers, through, through the word of God, through the, his church, you know, and, and through the fellowship of, of his, 
of, of doing his work. You know, we're, we're experiencing all of that. And, you know, at the end, Paul is saying, Hey, pray for open doors, you know, that I can speak the word God open these doors, you know? So he's, he's, he's working with us and he's transforming us. No doubt. Yeah. Well, that's all that, um, I've got today. Um, really appreciate having this discussion with y'all. Um, it's always just really cool when you can um, dig deeper and really talk about something that isn't as commonly talked about, like the Holy Spirit. Um, so uh, Chris, if you want to close us out, um, that's all I've got. Thank y'all for this discussion. All right. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Thank you, Dylan. It was, I was definitely uh, awesome and interesting discussion all in one. Uh, I, I hope that the, uh, listeners have have found it to be so. And if you have any questions or thoughts, comments, concerns, whatever it may be, uh, there's a couple of places that you can reach us. Uh, you can reach us through email at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also send us a Facebook message. Our Facebook page is Bible Conversations. Uh, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to respond to any questions or anything that you may have. We, uh, we're, we're open for that. That is that is a big part of what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to make sure that we reach out to people and let them know that we love them and care about them. And, and in so doing, share the word of God. And lastly, uh, if, uh, if you are unaware of, of how to let other people know about this, we are available on iTunes, on Spotify, and just, just let them know, send them the link and, and just let's get this out there. Let's, let's get all of these messages out there so that people can, can learn more about the word and start talking more about, about God, more about love because goodness knows we all need it in today's, yep. today's world. Yep. Uh, so with, uh, with all of that said, just want to thank you for, for listening, for taking part in this and uh, simply through listening for supporting us and, and, and showing us that you care and love us. It means, means a lot to us and we are uh, excited for what the future is going to bring with this, but we hope you have a blessed day and a blessed week. And we'll see you all later.